Welcome to the Motherhood Trenches. I'm Felicia. And I'm Molly. We became sisters by circumstance and friends by choice. Now, between the two of us, we are raising four girls while trying to keep our sanity and support each other along the way. Join us as we bumble our way through the ups and downs of parenting newborns, toddlers, and little people. Hey, Molly. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Yeah? You having a good week? Mm-hmm. I am. I'm having a pretty good week. Um, yeah. And... I've been sleeping a lot better. Like last week, I, I think oh, I mentioned nice. that I was having just trouble sleeping and yeah. like that can't shut my brain off type problems. Um, but I've been sleeping a lot better this week. Oh, good. So I'm just, it's like amazing what a difference being well rested can I know, make. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because you're sleeping better after the time change, which most people, it's yeah. like kind of your off schedule a little bit. Yeah. Um, have you had less like evening meetings? No. Stuff? Oh, so it's just, huh. I don't know. So I've, I've started, um, I, I feel like I'm going to sound like a hippie saying this, but I've started doing sleep meditations. Oh, actually, yeah. that's a really good idea. What do you, is it like on your phone or like it's, a book? Yeah, so it comes, I, I think I've mentioned before that I have the Peloton app that I use for my bike that I love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have like, um, they have meditations on there. So, and they have like for a bunch of different like um, relaxing meditations or like a amp you up meditation, calming, um, and then they have like a specific category of just sleep meditations so it was like kind of like I mean my sleep was so crappy so it's kind of like what have I got to lose and I'm already paying for this app so whatever yeah turn one on and try one and it like worked so well um nice it could be totally like a placebo thing too I don't know if it's just I mean but but if that's all you need right if if listening to a thing for five to ten minutes is gonna do it like even if it's not actually doing it I'm happy yeah yeah that's been that's been helping me oh nice that's awesome yeah i'll have to look into that that's a good idea yeah. to do something like that especially since it's so short right it's yeah it's super easy to do just take a lot of time and a lot of times like i'll like doze off during it and like wake up and i have my headphones in in bed and i'm like oh man <laughs> like, like, if I you can like, fall asleep with headphones in yeah it must be good then it's pretty it's pretty good yeah, yeah nice. i know and even um i the i've heard of the calm app oh yeah yeah i've yeah. heard that's a good one too that has like sleep meditations and yeah and stuff i one time i have a hard time sleeping when i travel for work Oh yeah. Um, so one time when I was like lying awake in a hotel for at like midnight, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna download this and try it." And yeah, it, it, I don't remember it being as effective then, but I was also in like a totally different environment that yeah, it know. might not have been. Yeah, and I think I was pregnant too, so it was like already kind of jazzed up. And yeah, stuff probably too. Yeah. yeah, it is funny in like a hotel. I always sleep best in hotels um, because typically, I don't think I've ever been in a hotel with the girls typically like mm-hmm. I've been on trips obviously with the girls but been like in a house or something like yeah. that but anytime I've been in a hotel it's been for like a night or something away and I always sleep so well because I don't have to like I don't have to wake up and look at the monitor I mean I don't have to do that now I do it you just do yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and currently I'm waking up to pee all the time so right. you know um but yeah it I, it's funny that you say that you didn't sleep well because I yeah. always sleep so well in hotels also because it's really dark yeah so, yeah, and I'm true. also not worried about somebody breaking into my home, I guess. Oh, I, I worry is that less. that keeps you up? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> not surprisingly, I have anxiety about everything. Yeah, I got, yeah. Um, even That's though somebody surprising. could break into my hotel room. And in fact, more people have access to my hotel room, right? right. With like just random keys. Mm-hmm. So anyways, yeah. a little fun fact. <laughs> um, so tell me about your high and your low this week. Uh, so both of my, my low and my high are related to preparedness for school events. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so my low is that we had um, an event, at, we had trunk or treat at Claire's mm-hmm. school. Um, and I did not get enough candy and ran out and that was super awkward (laughs) because like the kids are, they do like a little Halloween, they do it like a Halloween parade style. So like, okay, there's like a DJ, um, and he like plays like all these like kitty Halloween songs and then he like announces each class as they come out. (gasps) It's really funny. Like he'll be like, it's the birds, the loudest of the group, blah, 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 you know, it's, it's really funny. Yeah, that would be a fun gig if you're like, yeah. obviously if you're a DJ, you're probably pretty outgoing and stuff, so that's uh-huh. probably a fun one to do. I think he, um, they also, they have music class, and it's the same guy that does like their music class oh, once that's a cool. week or whatever, yeah. so he's, he, like he knows them all, so he was like, the stuff he was saying about like their <laughs> classes, you know, he knows from yeah, seeing experience, them each, yeah. each week, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was really funny. But yeah, we ran out of candy about halfway through, so then, but you know, you're kind of stuck in the parking lot right and yeah you still got to get your kids so you're like stuck there so just like smiling and nodding as the as the kids went by and like looked at us very confused as to why we didn't have a table with candy out in front of them and then like the teacher and the director like walking around too and it's just like <laughs> oops sorry <laughs> yeah we didn't have candy yeah. oh uh, man that is so that's it hard. was it was really horrifying and embarrassing in the moment but like turned funny almost immediately after yeah that is really funny well and as you know I found out that everybody at my girls school gives out like real treat bags at Halloween parties and I don't remember this last year or the year before with Lillian but it was pretty glaring this year (laughs) um fortunately I also did not write like from Lillian on the fruit snacks that I gave that it was only the fruit snacks yeah so they have no clue who they came from so that's good yeah that's good (laughs) although the kids might know sometimes Lillian will be like oh this came from so and so so it was pretty like embarrassing and I wasn't I don't have to see the people like face it yeah Yeah. So that, that was a bummer. Yeah. Um, but my high is that they have, um, they do, um, pictures at her school. They do like Christmas pictures and then they oh, do yeah. like regular school style pictures um, yeah. in the summer. So they do pictures twice a year. Um, and this was, they're doing the Christmas pictures this week. And I actually like did ahead of time and like got them outfits and had like oh, outfits awesome. per, for the first time since they've been having these pictures. Like I had like yeah. matching outfits with accessories and matching shoes and like oh, whatever for their, their picture. Yeah. Like, how far ahead of time did you have all of this planned out? Um, just, like, two weeks. Like, the stuff got here. Like Two weeks? Uh, just two weeks? That's a long time. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. So, I'm excited <laughs> to see the pictures. Of course, because this is the one time that I'm actually prepared for it. Like, they're going to turn out with, like, a janky smile or, like... Something. Yeah. yeah. We'll be off. Um, and, of course, Amelia's in the pictures this year. So, there's the whole baby wild yeah. card. So... You just never know. Yeah. But their outfits are going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, we just had picture day too, and I was bought like getting stuff from Target the day before, mm-hmm. um, and like scrambling around to yeah. get something. Um, so because they were gonna have their pictures taken together too, so uh-huh. I needed to have them. So I was not. So when you like, I felt I didn't feel prepared, but I was happy that I got something on them by the night before. You, here you are, two weeks in advance, and you're like, well, only two weeks. Well, I mean, the results the same. <laughs> yes, but still, yeah. That's very nice. That's yeah. good. Yeah. But anyway, how, how's your week been going? Um, pretty good. My low, and I think obviously we put these out later, um, but I think my low is probably the low of a lot of people this week, but was the election. Mm-hmm. I just am totally over politics mm-hmm. and just don't. And now it's like not even like election day and it's over. No. No. And it's not going to be over for weeks. Like yeah. we don't. 
there's for, for context and <laughs> for context we're recording this wednesday night after the election yeah yeah and so it's been 24 hours yeah, right, and probably polls, most holes have closed, and we still. Yeah, and probably when this is released, even we probably still won't know for sure. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just like who knows? Yeah, like I really don't know, and so I'm just. It's really. I it's just like I've been watching. I was watching the results as I normally do, but then yeah. like some of the results, like they just stopped counting. Yeah, and then some are like declared, but it's like there's still this. Yeah, like they had declared a winner when, like, it was like Virginia, and they had declared Virginia for Biden. Yeah. But he had thirty percent of the vote that was right. in, and it was yeah. like seventy percent. Yeah. And I was like, huh. I mean, How I do expect that... Biden to get Virginia. Yes. yes. But not right now. Yeah, you can't <laughs> declare it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And this was on Fox News. Oh. Who should be? Should be. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, both Garrett and I were super confused. We clearly yeah. don't know how this all works. Yeah. That's what Nick um. and I were talking about that too. And as we're watching the results, we're like, you should be able to declare something no. until the remaining votes are not going to affect either way. Right. Like the gap is bigger than what the remaining votes are. But then that's the other thing is North Carolina is still not being called. When the remaining votes are not enough to sway it, but right. they're not calling it. And it's like 98% in. <laughs> yes. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. It makes me feel dumb to watch it. Yes. And I'm just overly irritated by the whole situation. Yeah. Um, but yet I keep checking it. Oh, and me keep too. being like, yeah. well, it's surely. Surely somebody's been declared now. <laughs> yeah. But nothing. Yeah. And so. Why have they stopped counting Nevada? <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's just, and then like. Certain places will count certain states, and the other ones don't. So no matter where you look, it's different. Uh huh. Um, and it makes zero sense to me. And so I just wish that there was one group that was counting this. Uh-huh. And you know, like, what's this electoral college people doing? I know that you have to do something. Can you not be the ones that get to decide this, and all these other people can just stop right <laughs> analyzing this? Yeah. So it's just been a real low in general. I got real excited for. Not excited for Tuesday, but just excited for this to be done. Right. And then it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just so mad about it. Yeah. So anyways, um, so that's my low. But my high, like I told you, is kind of not really that great of a high, but whatever. And it, it just happened tonight at dinner. <laughs> so for dinner, um, we were, Garrett asked for, um, we had steaks that I had set out. And then he asked for, he, for some reason, likes like creamy mac and cheese on top of his steak. It's like, he's real into it. Huh. I don't like creamy mac and cheese in general. I prefer more of like a baked, but anyways, so I made, he wanted the homemade mac and cheese, so I made it for him. And so the girls had mac and cheese, a little bit of steak, and I was having salad with my steak instead of the mac and cheese. Uh-huh. So I gave them a little bit of salad. Well, Juliet is obsessed with salad. Oh, really? Like loves salad. And so I was like, okay, I gave her like a pretty healthy portion of salad versus Lillian's was like the typical like tablespoon. Like a leaf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like nothing because I knew it was just a waste. Yeah. Um, Juliet ended up eating three helpings of salad wow. at dinner tonight and that's all she ate. She didn't even touch Only the salad. mac and cheese. Wow. And so I like, and Garrett kept being like, well, will you eat your mac and cheese? And I was like, what are you doing? She's, she's yeah. asking for more vegetables. Yeah. Mac and cheese is every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Like then he was like, well, the steak at least. And it's like, fine. Protein's good too. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But I mean, he kept like, I was like, can you believe this? And he was like, yeah, but it's salad. And it's like, yeah, it's salad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why we're, are we saying we're the same excited thing? about salad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we, yeah, it seems like we're not on the same page no. yet. <laughs> we're saying the exact same thing. So anyway, so that was just I just was really huh. excited about this, especially because yeah. I feel like she's been kind of lacking in vegetables lately. Uh huh. 
Um, so it's like, well, good. She made up for it. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always thrilled when Claire latches on to a vegetable. Of yeah. course, like based on what we, you know, the coping with a picky eater and stuff, I try, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, don't show any emotion. Don't. No. But like on the inside, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I know. I kept like tapping Garrett on the, on the arm and being like, will you look? Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was, I was really excited about it and it made me super happy. And so I'm like, oh, okay, good. It did have a little bit of dressing on it, so I think that that's, I mean, obviously that negates a little bit of the healthiness of oh, it, but I mean, to me, I gained so much right. with it. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, I was, it was a real, it was a real high for me, that's which awesome. tells you how this week has gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, but we can go ahead and get into our topic, yeah. uh, right? So today, this is part, we did a series on um, our pregnancies where we talked about each pregnancy and now we're going to kind of continue that series and get into our labor and delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually down the road, we'll do postpartum as well to kind of finish, round it out. Um, but today we're going to talk about, I'll talk about Lillian's delivery and you will talk about labor and delivery and you will talk about Claire's. Right. We felt mm-hmm. like there was too much to try to... Well, and we're both like birth story... Yes. Junkies and yeah, love it. Yeah, <laughs> I loved to read birth stories. I also love birth. Yeah, you so love giving birth. Yeah. I love to give birth. Yeah, yeah. I would say that is accurate of my second birth. My first birth, as I'll talk about. Yeah, I, I didn't walk away like, oh, that was great. <laughs> I loved that experience. So, for, like, whenever you talk about how much you love labor, yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Pr- it, I would, <laughs> but I can, I can relate more to it now. With, yeah. Based on my experience with Amelia. Um, so we'll talk about those two. And then um, next week, we'll do we'll finish it out and talk about um, Amelia and Juliet. Right. Um, so if you want to go ahead and kick yeah. us off with Claire. I'll jump into it with Claire. Um, so I don't know if we like, could do a little recap on my pregnancy. But at this point in my pregnancy, yeah, at around 39 weeks, off. I was very large. It was the middle of July in the Oof. South. I was hot and enraged all the time. Yeah. I was moving as little as possible and basically woke up every day begging for the sweet relief of giving birth. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. As I think most women are at that mm-hmm. point, but when you add on July heat in South Carolina. Yeah. That's... I just was like constantly sweating. That's yeah. like all I remember. It's just constantly oh. sweating. You're just being like, <laughs> so hot. Why am I not in labor yeah, today? I feel like I'm burning from the inside out. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but so... Um, about a week before her due date, um, it was, it was seven days before her due date. Um, I was having a really hard night sleeping. Like it was like around 2 AM and I hadn't fully fallen asleep yet. You know, like I've I've kind of like dozed, but I would wake up, um, and I just couldn't get comfortable and I was really restless. Um, so I was like, Oh, you know, tomorrow's going to suck. I'm getting such a crappy night of sleep and whatever. And then around like, it was around 2.30 AM. Like I just felt this like pop and gush. And I, I, like, it was, like, we talked about before, like, the sensation of your water breaking, but it yeah. was definitely very distinct. Like, even with it just being my first time, I was like, oh, my, my, that's my water broke. That's yeah, you were what, certain. Yeah, that's, that's what happened. Yeah, and, I and was you like, felt a pop, too. I felt a pop, and then, like, the warm gush. Like, the pop, like, almost like there's a balloon inside of you that popped? Yeah, okay. yeah almost like a, like, a elastic, like, on the inside of your stomach. Okay, and something. then the gush of water. And then the gush, yeah. Oof. Okay. And I like I was like, oh, and the gush felt pretty substantial. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, oh, our bed's going to be like soaked. But when I got up, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and I went to the bathroom and, you know, was cleaning up. And I, I looked in the toilet and I, I you know, at the end of my OB appointments, um, 
they give you like the sheet of like things to look out for. And one of the things is if your water breaks and it's um, either green or brown, like that means you have meconium and you should go to the hospital right away. Yeah. Um, And regular amniotic fluid is totally clear. Yeah. Okay. So I looked in the toilet and it was very pale yellow. And I was like, huh. Because that's not any of them. Right. It's, <laughs> it's not, not. Of course not. It's not clear, but it's not green or brown either. Yeah. So I was like, eh. And I'm really exhausted because I hadn't slept yet and it's right. 3 a.m. And now I know I'm not going to be sleeping at any considerable amount like in the near future. Like, right. And had you... Not fun- while I'm in labor and certainly not once I have that newborn. Like, no. There's going to be no catching up from this. <laughs> no. And had you already like kind of started to fall asleep by the time your water broke or you were still pretty much wide awake? I was still pretty much wide awake. Okay. All right. So I was like, okay... It's just pale yellow. That's probably fine. I'm going to go lay down. Like, my um, midwife office opens at 6. I'm going to go, like, just try to snooze until 6 and then call them. Yeah. Um, so I, like, got back in bed and kind of rolled over and was, you know, drifting off a little bit. And I Nick woke up. Like, he kind of – I saw him move around or he got up and used the bathroom or something. That, that Fortunately. I, I knew that he was – well, okay. <laughs> that I knew that he was fully awake. And I was like, oh, hey, by the way, <laughs> my water broke. It's fine. Just go back to sleep. But I just want to let you know. Yeah. And he was like, what? (laughs) I can't believe. Like, what? I should have never said anything. I should have just got my rest. But You really shouldn't have. Because, I mean, definitely out of, like, I'm more high-strung than than Nick is, for Uh sure. Um, But out of the two of you, Nick is the the high-strung one, one. for sure. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know why you thought. I know. For anybody. I don't know. I don't know why I thought. I'm pretty sure I couldn't even tell Garrett that. And I, I don't even, I think even he would be like, Garrett would be what? like, no, we need to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. He might, like, if I was like, no, it's fine. It, he might, I might be able to talk him into it, but uh-huh. it would take a lot and I would never. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no way. And I think, I don't remember. No, I think I hadn't even told him yet that it was like, well, and it's kind of a color. <laughs> would he have known what that meant though? No. Okay. Yeah. So I think it was just that my water head broke and yeah. he, said, he was like, what? what? And then he was like fully awake. He's like, well, I'm not going to go back to sleep. I'm, he's like, there's no way I'm going back to sleep now. So just, you know, stop. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay. And then I, and then once he was like really awake, you know, I was like, am it is kind of this color. And they say, <laughs> if it's green or brown, you should go in. But it's, I mean, it's not quite clear. And he was like, well, why don't you just call? They have a line, don't they? Like they have an emergency, you know, like an on-call person. Why don't yeah. you just call? And I was like, <sighs> all right, wow. I'll get out of bed, <laughs> find the number. Find and you probably phone. knew what they were going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And I just wanted, to, I really wanted some sleep yeah. before I went in. Um, so I called, they said, okay, pale yellow. We, we don't really know. You should probably come in and have your, have the, we can, we can test the fluid. Okay. Okay. So, um, but also my water had broke and pretty much once your water breaks, there's a lot of places like there's pretty much like a 24 hour yeah. limit on, on how long they're willing to let you labor before you, before you deliver because of the risk of infection. Yeah. Um, so it, we, you know, we, her and I kind of talked and it was basically like, yeah, you're not. You, you were not going to go back home. Like, this is... Yeah, this is it. This is it. Yeah. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I have heard before women going back home after their water broke, and I, I don't understand it because yeah. I've always heard 24 hours yeah. before you have to deliver. Right. So I, I don't know if there's just certain cases, certain situations, but anyways. Maybe, yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. And this was like a, a midwifery practice who generally lean towards doing things more natural yeah. and less interventions but even they were like eh, yeah right um so i got my bag together and i, I was like really dawdling like, i was like come on so like i took a shower because i was like i don't know when i'm gonna be able to bathe again i took a shower and then i was like i gotta eat 
because once I get there, yep. I'm probably not gonna be able to eat. Yep, yeah. So I had like um, peanut butter toast, and I was like grabbing snacks and <laughs> eating the car and whatever. So anyway, was he just like pacing around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a nervous Nelly the whole the whole time, and I was really dragging my feet. But anyway, we got in the car because like I before giving birth, I really wanted to. I was like, I want to be as natural as possible. Yeah. You know, labor at home as long as I can and be comfortable where I can be comfortable and eat right, yeah. and rest and whatever. Um, so this when my water just randomly broke, it's like that was totally not my plan, and yeah. I was just not. I don't know. My brain wasn't catching up and like gearing up for that. Like. Oh, okay, this is happening. It's like no, but I wanted this like slow. Yeah, because you know? not like the it's the lower percentage of women that their water breaks. Right. It's um, less. It's the less likely thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So like obviously not unheard of or anything, but like in the movies, it's always like their water breaks randomly. Yeah. And it's like okay, but not really. That's not really how it goes all the time. Right. So you may not like it's rightfully so to not necessarily expect that. Right. So I, it makes sense that you not be like oh like me I was like oh my water's definitely gonna break right like, that's just what happens so it was smart to not so we went to the hospital by the time we got there it was around like 4 30 um and they tested my fluid and it was it had meconium in it Ugh. um so I had to have I had to have the monitoring so like a um the thing around your belly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the blue and the pink yep. thing. Yeah. yeah. So I had to have that. And I think they're looking for like contractions and the baby's heartbeat. Yeah. Are the two things that they're looking for there. So I had all these like cords and cables. And I did have, you know, one of those like a stand, like a roll on a roller. That yeah. Tech, so technically you can still move around. But it was really cumbersome. Like I was yeah. not. And that's another thing. Like I wanted to be able to like walk and try to start contract. Because at this point I still had no contractions. I still wanted to be able to like get contractions going naturally and whatever, but I had this like really cumbersome, all this stuff. And then yeah. I kept leaking amniotic fluid, yeah. like a lot, like every 20, 30 minutes or like if I like sneezed or rolled over or sat up or whatever, oh. just be like another gush. And I'd have to like, you know, I was already in mesh underwear at yeah. this point, but then I would have to like go even change my mesh underwear and the giant pad and Yeah, because even stuff. not wearing underwear is, I mean, then if you want to walk around is, is weird, but then also yeah. like what happened, there's nothing to catch it. Right, yeah, it it's just gone on the bed that I have to sit on. Right, <laughs> or you're like walking down the hall and it's like leaking. Right, yeah, each hall. step. Yeah. yeah, that's not good either. Yeah, right, so I have to have something no on, option. but it was super uncomfortable and I was having to constantly change it and then every time I have to like get up to change it, I have to like bring all these cables and cords and my IV and and yeah. whatever um so it was it was really so I was already just kind of frustrated like the labor didn't start the way I wanted it right. and then I had to be monitored and that sucked um but so I was trying to we decided to just kind of try to get some contractions going um naturally um oh I'll also say the midwife that was on call um there was like seven or eight midwives in this practice and I had seen them all throughout my appointments and the one that was on call I really liked but then the one that came on at like seven was my least mm, of favorite course. one so I was yeah. like Ugh. so it was like everything was like already not lining, lining up. up the way I wanted yeah um but the um you know we decided to just kind of give it a little bit and try to get contractions going naturally so I was like bouncing on the ball and trying to walk around with my entourage of stuff yeah um but nothing, nothing was really happening. The contractions weren't getting consistent or closer together or, or anything. Um, and I ended up waiting, I think, until like 2 o'clock or something. Like I, we gave it a while. Yeah. Um, and, and then around 2, it was like, well, why don't we just start Pitocin? Yeah. Um, so we did that, which again, I was like, oh, and I, of course, like watched like birthing documentaries about like, well, this, the, the avalanche of interventions, like this yep. is the, or the, whatever, the waterfall of interventions, like this is, this is how it starts. And yeah. the, 
and I end up on the operating table and, and not that there's anything wrong with that. That's just, I don't want to have to undergo major surgery. Yeah. If you don't that have to. That was scary to me. Yeah. yeah right. So, um, I was disappointed by that. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, just kind of a theme right. of this, this birth story. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, we eventually, we started the Pitocin, um, and you know, once that started and I had the IV like attached, I mm. like, again, I, I still could move, but then now I have got two little rolly stands yeah. <laughs> to, to pull around and whatever. So I ended up just kind of parking it in bed for, for a while and yeah, we, you know, we watched TV and just kind of hung out and I think I tried to sleep on and off, but of course, like you're so jazzed up and, yeah. and whatever. Um, and then once the contraction started, like they were really really intense. Yeah. Um, so I think it was around either four or six o'clock, probably six o'clock. Um, I ended up like, I was in a lot of pain and I was also just really tired and I was not dilating. Like I wasn't progressing very at all. Like I remember them like coming in and it was like, okay, two. Okay. And then it was a couple hours and they came back and they were like two and a half. I was just like, Okay, <laughs> you get it like so excited. Like yeah. it's been so much time, yeah. especially once contractions start. Then you're like, oh, stuff's okay. happening. Yeah. yeah, there's really something going on. And then, yeah, no, no it was not. <laughs> um, so I was getting pretty discouraged at that point. And yeah. also the the midwife that I was not crazy about that um, was on shift. She like kept like leaving to go back to the office and would be like, well, just call me if you need anything, or like have the nurse call me or whatever if you want me to come back. But it would be like thir- like th- one time I did, and then it was like thirty minutes between the time that I like called her and said you know I wanted to talk about it was before we started the pitocin you know it's like I I kind of feel like we should I don't know what do you think can you come over so we can talk about it so she came back but it took like thirty minutes oh, and then yeah. it's she kind of acted like rushed or like inconvenienced to be there oh so that it would was be really, so irritating yeah yeah um so then um when I was starting having the contractions and oh and I really loved my nurse that oh, I had good. yeah good. at that time so it was kind of like I was really more connecting with her and like getting better care you know from her than and just every interaction with the, the midwife was not what you wanted what I wanted yeah um so I was starting to be in a lot of pain and I was really tired and not progressing really. And, and so I was talking to the nurse about it and she was, you know, we started talking about an epidural and she was yeah. like, well, I can, why don't I just call them and you, they can just talk about it and tell you what the process is like and whatever. And I was like, okay, sure. <clears throat> so the anesthesiologist came in and we talked about an epidural and like I was talking to Nick about it and, and just kind of like venting. I was like this, ah, just so far, just like everything's not what I want. And yeah. I was hoping to hold out and da da da. And he's like, we don't know how long is left. <laughs> yeah. And it could be a really long time and you're already like super tired and, yeah. um, you know, cause I'd been up like two days at yeah. this point, you know? Ugh. So, so long. Yeah. So we ended up getting it or I, I ended up getting it. Um, they gave Nick one too. Yeah. They gave Nick one too. <laughs> um, and it was really it, like the, the process was really unpleasant. Like, I mean, <sighs> you know, but I was, it was not painful, but just like, I don't know, the feeling of it just kind of makes your skin crawl a little bit or mm-hmm. I don't know. So I had it and like the, the process of getting it was rough, but then once I had it and like the contraction slowed down, I, I could, I actually lay down and, and slept for a while oh, and that was really good. Yeah. Um, and then, um, the midwife came back at some point and she was like, Oh, you got an epidural. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, Oh, you should have called me. We could have talked about it. There were, there are some other options, you know? 
Like kind of, and I was just like, well, maybe you should just be around and check it yeah, on your patients. Yeah, you can't wait around. <laughs> like you already, when it comes to an epidural, you have to get, now I don't know you were on Pitocin, so you were probably already getting, you were getting No, fluids. I had to get the fluid. You I still to, did? I still okay. had to get the fluids to get the epidural. Yeah. So then, I mean, you already are looking at like 45 minutes from the time that you say that you want it at least, because then it's right. also dependent on the doctor. Yeah. It, and it can <laughs> depend, like that anesthesiologist, like who else is getting an epidural? Yeah. Or is, is someone's going into an emergency section? Like you're bummed. You're, yeah. You're <laughs> no longer important to yeah. them. Right. Yeah. So, so like you're already, so you're, if you're going to tack on a half hour and like, yes, just to talk to you, a half hour seems like nothing right now when we're talking about it, but a half hour of Pitocin induced contractions is a very long time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Having already been dealing with them for a couple of hours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so okay. I was, yeah, I was totally over her by this point and, yeah. and felt a little bit like shamed about getting my epidural. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was able to rest and sleep on and off for basically the rest of the evening. Like, I think nice. I got the epidural around 6 and just kind of slept on and off from, like, 6 until um, around midnight. I okay. Think. So that was a good, at least a good stretch of sleep. Yeah. Um, and then I, um, no, I had the epidural longer than that, I think. Six hours? Must have been earlier in the day. That you got it? Yeah. Because part of, it was nice to sleep, but part of what... Um, I didn't like was having to be bed bound for so long once I got yeah. the epidural because it was even still once I got the epidural it was a long time until I was like dilated and ready to go yeah um and and that's what I and like I kept having to like roll onto the sides because like one side would kept like I could feel stuff and yeah and whatever so like the it, even though I was happy that I got it and got some rest like the the experience of having the epidural, like, I didn't love. Yeah. It just felt so, it was so, I don't know, made me anxious to, to not be able to move, I guess. Yeah, I agree with that. It, it's very confining uh-huh. um, because you're, once you're there, you're there. Yeah. There's no really moving around. Like you said, you can kind of, like, shift. Uh-huh. Um, but even that is not, like, sometimes you need help with that. Right, like, heave me up onto my side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then... Even after birth, you right. still you can't move right away. Yeah. yeah, so that is definitely the big, a huge, huge con. I yeah. agree of an epidural. Yeah, right. Um, so, but anyway, around midnight, I woke up and um, <clears throat> I was feeling like the urge. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, and it was so funny because I just. It's like I was having the Pitocin contractions and was only like a two, two and a half. Like maybe I got to a four by the time they actually gave me the epidural. Yeah. Um, and then I like slept and then I woke up and I was like, oh, <laughs> what's going on here? I can't hold this baby in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I told Nick, I was like, I can't, like something, I need, something's happening. And yeah. so he called the nurse in and she was kind of like, and I had been like asking them to check a lot because it was such slow progress. So it was like every couple hours, I'd be like, can you check? And then, yeah. They would check and it would be like almost no progress. And also because I had my water broken in the conium, like they didn't want to keep introducing right. potential for bacteria um, yeah. for a potential infection. So they were really hesitant to keep checking me. So she came in and she was like, well, we just, we did just check a little bit ago. And um, you know, basically it was like, I, I don't think we should check again. And I was like, okay. And then she left and I'm like sitting there like, <laughs> and I was like, no, call her back. This is something. This yeah, has got to be something. Going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is right. I know I'm just a first time mom, but something is happening. <laughs> I do feel like first time moms in general get kind of blow you off. They kind of blow you off. And I'm sure that most of the time it's warranted. Right. Yeah. But like you said, they're trying to do I mean, do the, the other safest. 17 times I asked for a yeah. check were very warranted. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get it, but it is kind of like eventually at some point you just either have to indulge her or trust her. Because right. Because 
like you well you yeah can continue so on. then she came in and she she like lifted up you know the like put my legs up and, and lifted up the nightgown and looked in and she was like oh you're crowning <laughs> and I was like okay yes yes I thought something <laughs> I told you yeah that's what there was heaven in here so yeah. and she was like okay let me let me go call the midwife and like you know then the people like came in with the cart and it was like real busy activity and I it was probably you know it takes about probably 30 minutes to kind of get everybody in the yes. room and get all the stuff set up and you and know you're crowning I'm crowning and like like my body is like not convulsing but like you know like yeah it's pushing like I'm having to like kegel like every time yeah <laughs> you know, every few seconds to try to like oh. hold that baby in there it was it was such a bizarre feeling yeah so then they you know they bring the stuff in and um we get all set up and I'm pushing and I think it was like three pushes yeah. something oh, well probably it was like, it was like yeah. 15 less than 15 minutes of pushing for yeah. sure and then um and then she was born and it was it was exciting we knew the gender and stuff but it yeah. was you know really cool to see her she had um a big head of dark hair oh yeah I forgot about that yeah, yeah she did have a lot of dark hair yeah so yeah. that was I was like oh she has hair and like yeah. oh it's dark like me <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is false, funny now false sense yeah, of security on that one mixed twin but yeah <laughs> um so then they they put her on my chest um, and we, you know, did the golden hour stuff and I, um, tried to, I breast, you know, we latched on, the nurse helped me latch her on and stuff. And she had a really like strong oh, initial awesome. latch. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, Oh great. This is, this is going to go great. Yeah. Which spoiler alert, we'll talk about this in the postpartum episode. It wasn't great, Yeah. but <laughs> we at least kicked it off. You yeah. Know. You had a good, good thought. Like you thought it was going to be good. I thought it was going to be good. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then, so I just had her on my chest for an hour and then they, um, you know, it was time to take her off and, and get her, do her checks and stuff. And she had pooped on me. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I, oh, and I also remember telling Nick to take a picture of me, like with her, you know, on my chest right after birth, but we'll, we'll talk about this. And maybe I have it. You do? I okay. have it listed. Yeah. yeah. But so a key thing that I was telling him as he was taking my picture, I was like, don't get my boobs. <laughs> um, so he didn't. We had a really cute picture of yeah. her, you know, right on my chest after being born. Um, yeah, because you're all naked. Uh, yeah. It's skin to skin. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all your skin. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, and I did tear. She said it was like, she called it a one and a half. Like, it wasn't quite a second degree yeah. tear, but it was, I did have to get some stitches. Um, and then, um, yeah, then that was, they got me all, I was still had the epidural, so I couldn't Yeah, move. how long did it take, do you remember how long it took it to wear off? It felt like a long time. Yeah. It felt like a long time, like a couple of hours. Um, yeah, especially for it to fully, like, because yeah. even once you can, like, actually get up, because then they have to come in and help you. You right. can't get out of bed the first time by yourself. No, they have to come help you. And then even then, it's like real, you're real wobbly. Yeah. And Shaky. stuff. Like, you got, all your hormones are all jazzed up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it is, I definitely, if there was a way to avoid that, yeah. And still get an epidural. That, that would be, be yeah. ideal. That would be something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I did, I remember when they were like putting me kind of in, you know, in the chair and getting ready to wheel us to the, our, our family room or whatever. Oh, yeah. um, like, it's like, I didn't realize that I was going to like this. Now I'm leaving my nurse who I've been with like all day. <laughs> and I got, I was like, Oh, you're not, she was like, yeah, it's, well, actually I'm off and you know, whatever. Yeah. And then like the new nurse that was like taking me was like, not as, right away like super warm or whatever yeah. so and you're just so vulnerable and like, oh yeah and especially the first time that this it's like everything's new and and wild and I just felt really vulnerable and like yeah so attached to this woman who had like you know unlike my midwife had been with me all day and for like, an extremely the most significant life event life event that you have yeah you know yeah so it's I was and I'm like even now I'm like 
feeling emotional. Like, yeah, <laughs> it was it was hard to leave her, and I was very upset that she like she was like became my person. Yeah, for the day. I labor and delivery nurses are the bomb. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know how they do it because I know like I'm sure you know whatever the percentage is, it's good, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that they see a lot of really things that don't go. The yeah, that, you would that don't go the mm-hmm. right way. Um, and so I can't imagine mm-hmm. coming home from that or having to move on to the next patient right. you know, after that. Mm-hmm. And like being positive and bubbly for them. Right, exactly. Um, and not carrying over those like fears and concerns to your next yeah. patient. Because in order to be a nurse, you have to care to yeah. a certain degree. Like you have to have some type of, like, or you're just a really shitty nurse. I mean, <laughs> maybe, but yeah. but all, all the labor and delivery nurses have just been... Yeah. So awesome and so amazing. And I think it would be such a rewarding job. Yes. <laughs> so, but it definitely would take the right person to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> you have to be, you have to be really warm. Yeah. And it, for me personally, like I would love, I think that would be so much fun, but it would be hard for me to like say goodbye to my patients. Like I get connected I to people yeah. pretty quickly and easily. So you'd also have to have a little bit of that disconnect too, to be like, okay, be able to turn it off. And... I got to move on to this next patient. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> another new mom coming in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's good that you, I mean, it's better to be sad when they're, when you're leaving them. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, good problem to have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, did you have anything no. else to add? No, that was it. So let's, let's talk about Lillian. All right. So Lillian, as I've alluded to, I'm, I love labor. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's because I hate pregnancy so much, mm-hmm. um, that labor is like the end of it. Mm-hmm. And so it's exciting, but also... We've talked about it, how it's a little bit um, kind of sad. Yeah. Like, the reason I like labor so much, I think, is because you're just being completely catered to yeah. the entire time. Everything's about you. Yeah. Everything is what Everyone's you so want. Everyone's so supportive. Like, good job, mom. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you just don't get that in regular life. No. Um, so it's just, it's so nice to just be, it's like, I'm, it's kind of like we were talking about with Claire earlier. Like I want the attention, uh-huh. but I don't want attention. Right. So like in my daily life, I'm typically trying to fly under the radar, even though it's nice when you get that attention, everyone yeah. loves it. But then when you're in labor, it's like, well, yeah. all eyes on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's the, one of the only like socially accepted times you can just completely indulge in that attention. Yes, and, exactly. And like make people do things that are unreasonable yes. or a pain or yeah, whatever. Right. When, and there's no like downfall for no, you. Not it's, at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so whenever I, I think I mentioned um, during our pregnancy episode that I had my first contractions with Lillian about three weeks before I actually went into labor. Um, and at that time, um, when I called the like on-call nurses line, um, they thought I was in labor. So I had been like geared up that I was in labor for three weeks. Yeah. And it, it like that night it kind of peeled off. Like I didn't no more contractions. (laughs) Um, so that was a real bummer. (laughs) Um, and then I still had, cause that was at 38 weeks. So then at every, when I went to my next appointment, he said that I was dilated. So it was like, because I kind of convinced myself it was just Braxton Hicks. I didn't know what I was talking about. Right. Um, but then he was like, well, we'll check you. And if you're dilated, then it's real contractions. And I was dilated. Hmm. Um, I think I was dilated just slightly, like maybe to a one or something. It wasn't a lot. So then nothing happened. So I finally, on a Monday, I was um, going to be 41 weeks on Wednesday. So on Monday, I went in and scheduled the induction. Um, we scheduled it for Friday because that's okay. when he was that's like right. on call. Yeah. I was expecting them to like whisk me up to labor and oh, delivery. Oh, you want to do Okay. Yeah. Let me, let let me just, just go. Yeah. 
Let me get the IV started right now for you. <laughs> yeah, let me call him yeah. and uh... <laughs> It'll be good. Yeah. Um, so I cried whenever we got in the car because I was like, I can't do this another week. Like, this is just too long. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, just very, very upset. Um, so I spent the rest of the whole evening just, like, really feeling sorry for myself. Um, a real pity party situation. Um, and Garrett was, um, sometimes he and his brothers will play video games together. Um, and they were playing that night. I think I was like, I don't want to be around you. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be around people. Like I just want, Garrett's not a real sympathetic person. So I think I just wanted to be around people who feel bad for me. And I was the only one who felt bad for me. <laughs> yeah. So my own company was the best company. Yes. Um, so at 8.26, I had a contraction, and then I had contractions every six minutes after that. Huh. Um, and just, like, right away picked up. Um, and I should mention that at my appointment um, that I went to that morning, I was dilated to a three or a three and a half. I can't remember which okay. one. But I think it was a three and a half. Because um, they kept being like, yeah... <laughs> you should be in labor. Yeah. Any, any time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I kept having contractions. They were exactly six minutes apart, like right from the get-go. Um, but Garrett was playing with his brothers, and I knew if I went in and said, hey, I'm having contractions that are pretty close together, that he was going to be like, oh, and like tell them. Uh-huh. Um, because he told his mom that night that I was having contractions three weeks ago and uh -huh. so it's like well I know from experience that you jumped the gun <laughs> so I was like I can't tell him so I just hung out and like tracked him for a couple hours and then I heard him like signing off at like 10 30 so it'd been two hours uh -huh. of consistent contractions and so whenever I like heard he was off I was like hey <laughs> I'm having okay, contractions. Okay, so you made fun of me. <laughs> this was just contractions, though. and it, Two hours of consistent contractions. Yeah, but in my defense, I'd been, I had them three weeks ago and nothing. All right. Okay. So, not for two hours, though. Yeah. So, and they were not as, like, consistent. Cons yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, so, at 1030, I was like, yeah, I'm having contractions. They're about six minutes apart. They're supposed to be five minutes apart for an hour. So, like, we still got some time. Uh -huh. So, he was like, okay, well, let me... We had taken a birthing class together, and um, they talked about how, like, um, a bath was really good for pain management. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not a bath person, so I was kind of just like, whatever. But Garrett was like, why don't I draw you a bath? Like, you know, let's do... Well, of course, we never use our <laughs> bathtub. So it was like it was dusty gross. and yeah. gross. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's a good idea, but you're going to have to clean it. <laughs> so then, of course, I made him clean it, but I was like, but you can't clean it with like chemicals and stuff, you know, because I, I can't Maybe. be smelling it. Yeah. And, you know, so he like spent like probably 15 minutes, like really clean in the tub, <laughs> um, drew me a nice bath. I got in the tub. I think I had a contraction maybe a minute or two after I got in dealt with that contraction and I was like nope <laughs> don't like this <laughs> this is not fun for me I do not like this at all I'm naked and of course like Garrett was just like sitting in the bathroom just like watching me right like yeah he could have gotten in the tub with me of course but I'm not no 
I didn't, I didn't I didn't want to be touched at any no. point during labor. No. I did not appreciate like a even just like a little rub on the arm. That's whatever um it was that 30 minutes between when I was like, "Hey, I'm crowning." And the doctor came in. He was like, you know, he was like trying to like calm me down and was like rubbing my arm and I was like, "Stop touching me." <laughs> yeah. I didn't I don't think I would have minded like the arm rubs and stuff. I did have him hold my hand. Yeah. Um but any more like I've seen where they're like like, like around them? Yes. Ugh. No. Yeah, and him getting in the tub, because then also, like, I know that it's natural and, and whatever, but if, like, my water broke in the tub and he was in there, uh, I'm already grossed out enough that I'm in here. Yeah. Um. Again, totally natural, and I don't know why I feel that way, but I just do. Um, I really wanted to, I was, like, doing some tub time was in my, in my birth plan, yeah. I guess. I, I didn't write down a formal birth plan, but right. because of the meconium, I couldn't. I yeah. To get in the bath. Do you think you would have enjoyed it? I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. Are you a bath person? Sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not a bath person. I think so. I would have enjoyed it for more than one contraction. Yeah. I don't know no. if it would have been a. a you I. Know. To be clear, I did not even enjoy it for one contraction. <laughs> I just did it because I felt bad. But then, and like for even like 30 seconds after the contraction, I was like, oh, Gary did all this work. <laughs> and like, nope, I just. I hate it. Yeah, and I was just like, no, I can't do this. And he was like, okay. And I mean, to his credit, he was just like, okay. And he just drained the tub and helped me get out, you know. So, like, he was totally fine. Uh-huh. Um, and our bath was clean. Yeah. <laughs> for us to never use again. Um, so, anyway, so finally at 1130, I was like, okay, I should probably call the nurse's line and, like, find out what to do. Mm-hmm. And so I called and I told her that they were, like, I think they were, like, five and a half minutes apart at this point. Um, and she was like, okay, yeah, like, why don't you try to wait until they're five minutes apart, you know, whatever. And, like kept talking and then we like continued talking um i think she meant asked if i had any bleeding mm-hmm. and i mentioned yeah just a little bit but i did have an exam today at my appointment and she was like oh okay what were you dilated to and i was like pretty sure it was three and a half and i was like three and a half and she was like oh and how long have you been having contractions <laughs> and i was like since eight thirty. and she was like okay you could head in anytime yeah, like right now <laughs> and I was like oh do you think they're not five minutes apart though and she was like yeah I think it's fine you could just to at least get checked you know come on in you yeah. know whatever and I was like you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> so I was like okay whatever so then I waited until 12 30 <laughs> To my credit, I'm pretty sure I was on hold for a while. Like, I think there was a lot of, like, back and forth. So I don't think I actually got off the phone until, like, 12 or 12.15, if I remember correctly. But then I waited until 12.30, and um, I told Garrett, I was like, you should just go to sleep. Like, I really want to wait until... Okay, you're not allowed to make fun of me at all anymore. (laughs) I know, you're right. This is not fair. I was trying to labor at home. Yeah, so was I. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, so I told him to go to sleep and that was at 1230 I remember exactly then five minutes later I had a con- I, at 1230 I told him to go to sleep I had a contraction and then I was like just go to sleep exactly five minutes later I had another contraction he was so tired he had already fallen asleep in that five minutes and I was like hey <laughs> it's time to go and I think he woke up thinking he had been asleep a while yeah and then he looked at the time and he was like didn't uh, I just fall asleep? <laughs> I was like, yes, we got to go. <laughs> God, Garrett. 
I think in those five minutes, I just got scared yeah. that I wasn't going to make it to the hospital. Like, yeah. it kind of sunk in what the nurse had said. It is like a, it's a weird game because it's like, okay, I'm just going to be like laid back and relaxed. Yeah. And, you know, we don't go too early and just leave her at home. And then it's like, but what if I don't? <laughs> yeah, right. And I definitely, there was no, like, I think in the back of my mind, I was like, maybe I'll try it without an epidural. But I think I always knew I'd get an epidural. So you wanted to get there in time. For an epidural. Yeah. yeah. So like, I think that was my main, or at least in time for the option, I guess, was my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so yeah, I about one o'clock is when we ended up leaving to go to the hospital. Once we like gathered everything up mm-hmm. um, and got out of the house. And so we got there, we are about 20, 15, 20 minutes with no traffic from our hospital. So we got there um, probably like 1.30, I guess. Mm-hmm. So they checked me when I got there, and I was a four. Um, and so I was like, okay. And so like they were like, just walk around the halls, you know, whatever. But they never really said that I was staying. Oh. And so I was kind of like, okay, like I don't know what's going on. So like finally one like, of the- Like did they move you into a, like my hospital had triage and then labor and delivery. Were you still like in a triage? I was in labor and delivery, but I didn't know Mm. that because I hadn't been there before. Now I know, because with Juliet, spoiler alert, I went in multiple times thinking I was in labor with her Mm -hmm. and I was clearly in a triage room. Mm -hmm. They were like very small, Mm -hmm. um, but they took me right into labor and delivery. So I think probably once you're like past 40 weeks and I said I'd been having contractions and they knew I was coming. um, So they kind of knew what was happening. So Mm -hmm. I, I think... Yes, in hindsight, I should have been like, oh, I'm staying. But you didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. Um, and so I was like, well, I don't want to call anybody until like, because I had said I would call my mom and my sister for them to come down. Um, and of course, they're six hours away. So like, obviously, I, I figured they would have time, but uh-huh. I still want, I, you know, I didn't want them to be halfway there and be like, hey, I'm not actually in labor. They're sending me home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So finally, one of the times that the, it was an on-call doctor who I really, really liked. I was scared the whole time that I wouldn't get my doctor, mm-hmm. um, but it was I really liked her a lot and would have. She didn't deliver, but I would have been happy to have her deliver. Um, and I was like, so am I staying here? Like, am I in? And she was like, I, we can't. Like, she still wasn't saying for sure. And I was like, well, my fa- the only reason I'm asking is because my family's six hours away. I told them I would call and I need to, I'm only going to call them if I'm staying. And she was like, oh yeah, call them. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you weren't clear. It. Yeah. <laughs> In hindsight, maybe she was being very clear and I was just like, but are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so I called everybody, which that was fun. Like, yeah. because when you call it, what? At this time, it was probably like two or two thirty. Uh-huh. Um, when you call at that time it's and you're forty one weeks pregnant, yeah. yeah. Like my sister answered the phone and she was like, "You're in labor," and yeah. I was like, "Yes, finally, I'm in labor." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so called them, got them coming. Um, I walked the halls for a while, um, and like would kind of go back and forth between like hanging out in bed with the monitors because yep. they said that I could walk as long as I wanted, but I also I liked having the monitors yeah um so i would kind of just like go back and forth like walk the halls for 45 minutes and then come back on the monitor for 15 and then do that every hour Mm -hmm. so i think i did that for like three or four hours um and garrett he the way that the room was set up all of the like gear and like monitors and all that stuff was on my right side of the bed Mm -hmm. and they had put my IV in my left hand and so the chair that Garrett was sitting in was on the left side of the bed 
So he was sitting there watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on his phone. Mm -hmm. And then he would have to, when I had a contraction, he would get up, walk to the other side of the bed and hold my hand and then go back over and sit in the chair. (laughs) So we did this for probably like maybe one round of 15 minutes or something like that while I was laying in the bed. Uh Um, And like, I was so irritated by it. I just in general do not like it when he watches stuff on his phone. It irritates me to no end. He'll like lay in bed. We have a TV in our room. He will lay in bed and watch stuff on his phone. (laughs) And I just... I can't explain why it irritates me so much, but it really does. Nick was watching, um, I forget what the show's called, something Jokers, Impractical Jokers or something. And I was like, like, you've got to change this. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. No, I mean, now at the time, no. Now I've watched it and do like it. But at the time, I hadn't watched it. I I think he was like far enough in that like there was some inside jokes, things like that. Um, and so like I sat there stewing about it for the longest time and then eventually I was like, wait, I'm in labor. <laughs> like just make him stop. <laughs> I can just say what I want. So I was like, and of course, since I had been stewing about it, I was like, can you turn that off? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh yeah. I mean, he like turned it off right away. Yeah. And so then since he was so like, okay with that, I was like, and also, can you just come stand on my right side? Yeah. I'm stay tired. here the whole time. <laughs> I'm tired of you having to get up and come over to me. <laughs> And he was like, oh, okay. So then he just had to stand there. And then every, if the nurses came in during the time, that's where all the monitors was. So he had to leave, like, walk away. Move. Yeah. So that was a whole... Fortunately, that was only like 15 minutes of time, though. Right. Um, so yeah, so he would... Um, and then I'd get up and walk the halls, you know, whatever. Um, and in general, I, I consider myself to be a pretty, like, smiley person. Mm-hmm. And so... Just when I see people that I know, it's like, oh, hi, you know, whatever. Um, And so the doctor was also walking the halls, too, probably just trying to keep herself awake. Uh Um, I don't know how many patients she had in labor at that time. Um, But, like, every time she would pass me or, like, she'd pass me a couple of times and then eventually she was like, you're too happy. Like, you know, we got to get you getting further in. And it's like, this is painful. Yeah. Stop telling me I'm happy just because I'm a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> I just smiled. That's yeah. just my way. Yeah. Um, but then finally one time I was like leaned up against the wall in the hallway and Garrett was like right beside me. Um, and she walked by and like saw, like I didn't even, he talked to her. I didn't like see her, but I heard their conversation. Yeah. And she said something like, that's better or something. And it was like, get out of here. That's not better. Yeah. <laughs> um, so finally it was about 5.30, I think, um, that I decided to be checked. And I was, because, you know, you can ask for them. Like, they were like, just whenever you want to be checked, just let us know. Mm -hmm. But I was, like, trying to hold off, trying to hold off. Um, And finally, I was like, surely, I came in at a four. Yeah. Like, surely I'm super far along by now. Yeah. Um, I was a four and a half. And, like, they were, like, four and a half? Like, not even, like, a strong half? No. (laughs) So I was... Definitive half? Yeah. So I just started crying, because I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I've had three weeks. It took me three weeks to get up to a four. Yeah. And now it's taking me this long just to get to a four and a half. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I was, like, real just, like, upset about it. And I didn't really, like, even though I knew I wanted to get an epidural, like, at the time when it came to ask for the epidural, I was just, like, it, It's so hard to play the timing game, like we were yes. saying. Like, it's, 
you know you want one eventually but like oh should i wait longer should i have one now i don't want to be stuck in bed for hours on end i don't want to but i don't yeah. want to wait too late because then i could get bumped and and they tell you that it can slow your labor down so yeah. i was like oh, this is already taking me this like it's super slow <laughs> it felt like a very long time yeah. um so even though in the scheme of things I, it had only been since 8 30 that i had started like real active labor mm-hmm. but for me since i had been having contractions for so long it felt like forever right um, so I kind of like cried, broke down, and eventually like Garrett was just like, well, why don't you want to get it? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, then just get it. Like, let's just do it. You know, like, I think he kind of tried to talk me out of it originally uh-huh. because he thought, I think he thought that's what I wanted. But then like, eventually I was just kind of like, let's just do it. Yeah. So we did the 45 minutes of fluids, you know, whatever. And I think the doctor came in around 7.30. Or no, it was 6.30 that I got the epidural. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was, that epidural was, like, I remember, I don't remember thinking it was painful at all Mm. or uncomfortable. Like, Garrett was, like, sat in front of me and that whole thing. Juliet's was totally different. Um, But, yeah, so I don't, like, I. and then, you know, they, like, I chatted with the anesthesiologist because, you know, you lay there in bed and they're like, okay, well, t- let us know when you feel this. Yeah. Let us right. know. Right, they stay with you for probably about 30 minutes after you get yeah, the Yeah, it's a while yeah. that they, and they're kind of just like standing there looking at you. Like, he's doing a few like, things. Like, looking for a reaction, basically. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. so I, when I'm in those situations, I just like talk to people and just like ask a bunch of questions. Yeah. So I was like asking about his kids, you know, like whatever. <laughs> um, and then whenever he left, like the nurse was like, I've never heard him talk so much. And I was just like, well, yeah, I, not surprising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway, so then my doctor came in around 7.30 and they did not check me at that point. Um, I think I, since I had just been checked at like 5.30. Yeah. So he just basically like breezed in, breezed out, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm here. You right. know, whatever. Um, and so then my family got there. We kind of hung out for a little while. Um, and then I got checked around 10.30. And I was either a 6 or a 7. I can't remember which one. So I was definitely progressing, but mm-hmm. not and faster than I had been before. Right. But not... Still a ways. Still, yeah, still some time. So that was at 10.30. So around 11, I told Garrett that he could go get food. And this is just a real, um, I don't know thing with me apparently during labor um that I was like okay you can just go get food you know because I told him he was not allowed to eat in the room at all um like I leading up to it I was like absolutely not if I'm not allowed to eat like I understand that especially if it gets really long you will need to eat right um but not in front of me no no. yeah (laughs) that's not happening right so um since my family was there I told him he could go down to the cafeteria eat real quick and come back Mm -hmm. So, and we kind of like hemmed and hawed over it for a little bit. And he's like, are you sure? You know, whatever, like went back and forth. Finally, he left. The nurse came in at 1130 and checked me and I was a 10. (laughs) And she was like, okay, but you're a 10, but like whatever my station was must not have been what they wanted. So she was like, I'm going to reposition you and I'll let you labor down for a little bit Uh before I call the doctor. And I was like, okay. So like we got me all situated and the doctor comes in like I think it was like lunchtime maybe and so he just came in saw I was at a 10 and was like oh okay well let's go like let's do it so then like Garrett still wasn't there and they're like bringing in like a cart cart. and stuff and I was like (gasps) (laughs) and so I like I'm like we gotta get Garrett like yeah I would like the father (laughs) to be here to be here because of course I'm imagining I'll push once and the baby will be here sure yeah. So, um, spoiler alert, that's not what happened. <laughs> um, so 
he, I asked him to come back. Well, he was like, I just got my food. Like, do I eat or do I bring it with me? And I was like, oh, I guess you'll have to bring it with you. Yeah. <laughs> and really in hindsight, I also threw up a couple of times during like when I was it kind of in and out. So mm-hmm. it didn't, it didn't appeal to me. He got like chicken tenders or something. Right. It wasn't anything from the cafeteria. So you weren't like, ah, oh, so yeah, jealous. like dying for that <laughs> yeah. or anything. Um, so yeah, so then I started officially pushing around 12, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, and my contractions were still five minutes apart, like consistently, and they had kind of talked back and forth about putting me on Pitocin to just get my contractions a little bit closer together, but I was mm-hmm. pretty just like, eh, I don't, yeah. I don't need it, you know, then it's like, it was kind of, yeah. yeah, it was kind of just like to make it a little bit more convenient. If I had known how long I had pushing ahead of me, I may have, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I couldn't, and since I had the epidural, and I think they were supposed to either not let me be able to have the button anymore oh. or something, but I kept pressing the button. Oh yeah, I was pressing the button like crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if maybe that was part of it, but like I, like you were talking about like the pushing sensation and stuff, I didn't have that at all with Lillian. Yeah. I had to wait for them to tell me when a contraction was coming and like when was the so right time to push. Point. Yeah. Um, so my doctor kind of was like coming in and out, like, you know, basically like I would push for a little bit with him and then I'd push for a while with the nurse and then he'd come back. Huh. Um, and I'd ask them like how long people typically push like the, for the first time and they were like 90 minutes could be like the average. Ooh. And so once we got to 90 minutes, I was like, uh, oh my there's gosh. no baby here. <laughs> that's, that's a long time to be pushing because it's like strenuous. Yeah. Fortunately, I did have the five minute break in between. Yeah. So okay. I didn't, I wasn't pushing like every minute. Yeah. I guess when I was pushing, it was like you would stop and then like basically have a breath and then like the next one would be coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, and they also were like, like if I needed to skip a contraction, I could. Like yeah. they weren't super they like rest. pushy about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so at 90 minutes, because I, of course, like the way that my bed was, I could see the clock. Uh-huh. And so like, I was just staring at it, you know, all the time. Right. And so when it had been an hour and a half, I was like, hey, <laughs> there is no baby here. Yeah, I was told. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they kind of just kept being like, just a few more pushes, just a couple good, more good pushes, you know, all this stuff and nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> so then finally around, it was probably like, I don't know, two ten, let's say. Uh-huh. Um, he was like, "Remind me again how you feel about an episiotomy," and I was like, "I feel nothing about it, but like, are, what are we looking at here?" Because I had also in our birthing class, they had said most doctors will only let you push for two and a half hours. Uh-huh. I think they've actually before they'll do a C-section. I think they've actually changed that to like three or three and a half now, um, and it probably just depends on the situation. Yeah. Um, but since I was getting close to that two and a half mark, I was like is it either this or C-section? And he kind of was like wishy-washy about it, like didn't really give me a good enough answer that made me feel confident that I could do it without one or the other. So I was like, fine, then let's just do the episiotomy. Yeah. Um, And Garrett, he acts like that episiotomy because he can hear it. He's really traumatized by it. Yeah. And it's just like, (laughs) you understand that my vagina was cut, right? Like you heard it. I experienced it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I did have the epidural, so. But okay, after. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it was, although I will say since I tore with Juliet, I prefer the the episiotomy Mm -hmm. personally. Um, I think most people are the opposite. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, I didn't feel it. You could hear it and it did not sound good yeah um so then they kept being like one more push and I was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) heard this one before yeah I don't believe you guys and like the nurse like came like right into my face and she was like really honestly 
one more push. And I was like, okay. And so I pushed and she was out. Oh, uh, yay. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, where was that episiotomy? Right. Like an hour and a half ago. Right. I just started with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so she came out, um, she came out at 226 and she was completely covered in meconium. Um, so (laughs) she was gross. And of course I did not have, they broke my water. Um, I forget what time they broke my water. It was after I had the epidural. Um, and there was no meconium in my water. So when she came out and she was covered in poop, I was like, it was a surprise. What's wrong with her? And everyone was surprised. Um, and so then they all started like rushing around trying to get the NICU in and like, cause I guess like under, they have to like do extra checks or whatever. Mm. Um, they also kept calling it terminal meconium, mm. which just means at the end of labor, she pooped. But terminal in a that medical setting. Right, that doesn't sound good. No. There's no good connotation. Right. And then once the baby's born, everybody, I mean, my doctor was like stitching me up, but like everybody's basically ignoring you. Right. Like, like what's going on? Yeah. Where's my baby? Is everything okay? Yeah. So they did put her, they like wiped her down a little bit and then they put her on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, it was definitely, she smelled like poop. Ugh. I mean, like it was See, so I bad. Mean, I didn't even notice when Claire pooped on me. Like I didn't smell it or anything. Oh. It was, she was covered like head to toe, though, oh. like completely covered in it. Yeah. Um, and since I had like insisted on, I wanted skin to skin right after, I think they were trying to like get her cleaned up as best they could before putting her on, put her on me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, she ended up being fine and everything was fine, but like all the like different checks that they had to do, like it was just scary because it just felt like nobody was really like telling me what they was They don't going communicate on. to you as it's happening. Yeah. Right? Which I guess it's better for them just to do their job, but still it, it was. It's really disorienting (laughs) yeah yeah it was a lot yeah um and so then they I did skin to skin for about 45 minutes and then they um I I wanted an hour but I just couldn't do it anymore she smelled so bad yeah (laughs) um so then they took her away and gave her a bath um but yeah I do in alluding to what you talked about before with the pictures so I you know was doing skin to skin you have it all down and we have you're not at our hospital you're not allowed to take pictures during the like during the birth yeah yeah. Um, which I don't know for sure that I would have wanted any pictures of that, but like it might have been nice to have a picture of like Garrett and I when she first came out or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you Just know, doesn't. whatever. Yeah. Um, so then once she was born, I told Garrett to take some pictures of her with me. Um, and my nipple is like front and center <laughs> more so than she is. Yeah. <laughs> I showed you. Yeah. It's definitely, it's very prominent. Yeah. But it's like right the center there. point of the photo. Yeah. So it's like, oh, cool. (laughs) The only picture I have, like, of, like, this nice moment, my nipple's in it. Right. And there's really no way to, like, censor it. No. (laughs) Without, like, clearly having to just, like, blur it out. Right. Or, like, put a sticker or something. Or, like, cut the picture that it's, like, right across her face or something. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. So it's like, how did you not notice that my nipple was in this picture? Like, what is wrong with you? So anyways, that was a real disappointment. So that was... When Julia was born, it's like, don't get my nipple in any of these pictures. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like distinctly remember. Like, oh, take pictures of me. Don't get my nipple. <laughs> like Just Molly. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So then, um, in our hospital, you're um, supposed to be able to stay in your labor and delivery room even after. Like that's where your postpartum room is oh, too. Okay. Um, but they d- didn't have enough labor and delivery rooms at the time. They 
Now with Juliet, it was different, but um, at the time they were building a new women's center. And so they did not have enough labor and delivery rooms for the women who were actually in labor. So I had been told all this time that I was going to get to stay in that room and have the same nurses and all that stuff. And then after, um, I don't know, I was probably just got the epidural to wear off. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were like, do you mind if he moved? And like in hindsight, I would have said no because it... We'll talk about it in postpartum, but it was a disaster. I absolutely hated being moved and had specifically said with Juliet that if they asked me to move, I would say absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, the only I, Unless I'm the very last room, you, you have no room for a laboring mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and there's somebody here laboring. That yeah, needs that needs it. Yeah. <laughs> and like right now she needs it. She can't just walk the halls for a little while. <laughs> yeah. um, it was just such a, it was so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I wish I would have known that then, but it was, it was the same thing. I had to leave my nurse yeah. and it was really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then I went to nurses that were not labor and delivery nurses either. Oh. Um, they were like surgery nurses. So it was just like, I was so sad to, to leave. I only had one for, um, Lillian. I had two for Juliet, but yeah, it was really, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Like it made me so sad to, yeah leave them yeah. <laughs> or leave her. Yeah. Like, Can you walk with me? <laughs> Can you just go? And she did. She took me up to my room. I think because I was kind of like, wait, you're not coming with me. Yeah. You're not my personal nurse. Right. Um, <laughs> but I feel really connected to you. Yeah. I'm really attached to you. Please. Yeah. And it is just hours after you give birth yeah. that they did that. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, it's like this totally jarring thing happens. And then yeah. like the person who's been like, guiding you through this crazy thing is just ripped away from you yeah exactly and it's like you haven't even got to know my child yet yeah you're part of our family but now. this is yeah this is this whole thing we just did together yeah. <laughs> don't you want to enjoy the the fruits of the yes exactly <laughs> this labor oh so um but yeah so then that was it yeah. so um oh, we God, will... I love a good birth story i i love birth stories and i love talking about this is like one of the like when people ask me about my birth stories, it's like, oh, yeah, buckle up. <laughs> I love talking about this. I'm so. I can't excited. wait to give you all kinds of inappropriate details. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> about my nipple being in the pictures. Yeah. What the episiotomy sounded like. Yeah, gushing yeah. amniotic fluid. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Poop all over both of us. Um, it was really great. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then next week we will talk about Amelia and mm-hmm. Juliet. Yeah. And kind of round out this, at least this middle part of the series. Yeah. Um, and then we'll take a break and do postpartum yep. stuff a little bit later, I think. And in... we'll, have to, we'll have to follow up at some point in the future and get um, new baby's birth story. I know. I am. I definitely, because with Juliet, I kind of put a lot of weight onto it. But then I was like, well, you, you've only had one labor. And right. Like, it might it was... not be the same experience. Yeah. Now I've had two that. And you know how much you love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> oh man, I hope this one goes well, but we'll see. Yeah. So anyways. Um, okay. Well then uh, feel free to, we would genuinely like to hear your labor and delivery oh, stories. Yeah. <laughs> if there was ever a time that, I mean, we always mean it when we want you guys to reach out to us, yeah. but this is like for sure. But especially if you want to tell us crazy details about your birth. Yes. <laughs> and the more details, the better. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, we really, really love birth stories. So please reach out to us. You don't have to leave it in the comments if you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but send us an email at themotherhoodtrenches um, at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram um, at themotherhoodtrenches. 
and um, we'd just love to hear from you guys. So yeah. we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening.